top shelf fantasy. Okay, well, this is our week six. Hold them, fold thems. To believe or not to believe makes a comeback. To believe. Buy low, sell that high. That it's back. Buy low, sell high. Hold them, fold them. And quit jerking on my G strings. So. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> this segment took a turn. <laughs> Woo! On them G strings. What a much um, better segment. If, if life couldn't get any worse. We get the COVIDs. We no. got the COVIDs. <laughs> no Patriots this week. Ugh. Dan Quinn gets fired. Bill O'Brien gets fired. And Lev Bell gets cut. <laughs> and Adam Gase still has a job. <laughs> 2020 is the worst year yet. Oh. 2020 is the worst. I, I had to use that drop. I made it today. I mean, it was it was pretty good. Is that, I believe that's Undertaker's music, right? Uh, I don't know. I just typed in <laughs> Ominous Bell. Um, For yeah, copyright so, reasons, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, no. It was just uh, I it was filmed just that outside of church this morning. <laughs> it was just something off of YouTube. Okay, so Top Shell Fantasy, Top Shell Fantasy, FNTSY. Oh, wow. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf, FNTSY, TopShellFantasy.com. Uh, like I said, we have a bunch of different segments coming up, and to start it off... I can't believe. Believe. I don't believe you. To believe. I don't believe. You believe. You believe. You believe this. Do you believe? I don't believe. I don't believe. <laughs> to believe. <laughs> or not to believe. That was great, Tom. I that didn't know that was coming. <laughs> well, I know you didn't. <laughs> All right. First one. Devontae Freeman is a flex play. The Giants lead back going forward. Well, lead back, yes. Everyone's looking at me. Yes, um, lead back, yes. I put this in here, actually. Um, oh, I really thought it was Craig. No, I, yeah, but, but I mean, I'm the biggest Devontae Freeman, uh, you know, uh, speaker or, or, or talker because he's on my dynasty team. Um, flex play going forward. That's a good question. I think it has to be matchup dependent. You saw what he could do against the Dallas Cowboys putrid defense. Um, but let's see what happens now that he's integrated into the offense against a defense. I'm still wait and see on it. Um, I wouldn't call him a weekly starter. Um, I mean, a lot of people are hurting at running back, so there's worse that you can do. Um, but uh, so, so I guess maybe he's a flex play. That, it depends on the team. depends on the, the league. In volume alone. I mean, and that, that's one thing, right? 17 carries, three targets. Yeah, like for me, this is 100% believe. Definitely lead back going forward. I don't think that, we don't think anybody has any question on that. But flex play, yeah, I think his floor is going to – teeter right around nine to 11 points and if i can get that out of my flex i'm happy with it right not until left bell goes there well yes. that's very true <laughs> that's that's true i mean I, I also believe as well there's not too many running backs in the league that you know that are a lead back to their teams nowadays i mean we talked about arizona before so uh he's got washington twice and philadelphia twice in the next uh five weeks he faces the bucks one week that's a tough defense too but um redskins aren't aren't you know they're better than we thought, but if he's getting 17 carries a week, 15 carries a week, a couple targets, a couple catches, great flex spot. He's no Saquon Barkley, <laughs> but no Saquon Barkley. Uh, Andy Dalton can replace Dak Prescott and be a streaming QB option in fantasy. You have Ooh. to hit the drop every time. 
Oh, that's a lot. Believe. I don't believe you. To believe. I don't believe. You believe. You believe. You believe this. Do you believe? I don't believe. I don't believe. I want to know where all those are from. I, I don't know. I just, I just, I randomly went around on just recorded a bunch of stuff <laughs> and then mashed people saying believe together a bunch of times. That's, that's that. Perfect. Um, Andy Dalton can replace Dak Prescott and be a streaming quarterback option. I'm going to, as we go around the room, one quarterback and two quarterback leagues. I, I, I want to just because we, I know Scotty and I are in two quarterback leagues. Uh, some of our listeners maybe. I, I believe in, in a one quarterback, I think he's a streaming option. So with this uh, offense, I can see a lot um, that can be you know positive for Andy Dalton and, and fantasy football. Uh, he has the Cardinals coming up this week and then a bye. Um, so I think he is playable this week. So yeah, I believe it. Yeah, um, for me, two quarterback, he's like a must own. Um, and then one quarterback, I think he's streaming depending on the on the matchup. And I think after a couple of weeks, he might be in that starting, you know, weekly starting territory. So he's definitely worth an add early on if you can afford to roster him. If you have a ton of injuries, if you just can't find anybody else worth adding to your roster at this point, the league is banged up. So it's very possible you have somebody on your bench worth dropping that Andy Dalton can you can sit and wait on. And I'm not a huge rostering two QB guys, but with the the way the world is going in the NFL right now, it. It's not a bad way to do it. Two quarterback league, yeah, of course. One quarterback league, I'm still still hesitant. I think is right on that verge of you know top twelve, especially with Arizona next week. But I think there's better options there. I mean, we've seen the resurgence, not resurgence, the um, coming out party with Justin Herbert. Aaron Rodgers is having a bounce back year, so guys like that, I'd much rather over Dalton. But I wouldn't blame you by any means starting him against the Cardinals this week, especially if you have a guy in, like, a, a bye week. I mean, Justin Herbert's on a bye week, so if you invested in him, you might need a guy like Andy Dalton. I can't believe... Believe. I don't believe you. To believe. I don't believe... You believe. You believe, you believe this. Do you believe... I don't believe. I don't believe. David Montgomery is a startable running back. Here's where I'm going to start with this. I would rather play Devontae Freeman than David Montgomery. So I do not believe that David Montgomery They scored is. around the same amount of points. They did, week. but it's disgusting. <laughs> 2.9 yards, 2.7 yards, 3.2 yards per carry the last three weeks. That's bad. That's not getting it done for your RB1. It only 10 attempts the last two weeks. Yeah. I in mean, e- each of those weeks. What, what, are, you, what are you really going to do? He's, catch, like, he's catching the ball. With no Cohen there, he is now... Kind of the only one there that to catch the ball. I mean, Ryan Nall's not going to do that job. You just hope and pray that he he does something because if you have Montgomery, you drafted him high. Again, with the same thing I said earlier with Freeman, the the running back group is thin. He does have a lion share, and whether that lion share is ten, you know, touches a game, it's still what that team gives out at running back. So unfortunately. It's not pretty. Hope. <laughs> yeah, it's not pretty at all. Yeah, I think you probably drafted him as an RB two, and he's lucky to be an RB three slash flex right now. And it's disappointing, and you're really touchdown dependent, which is not anywhere you want to be with your your, your starting running back. Um, I don't know that he can do it going forward. I don't know what his schedule looks like, but with his past few games, he's on the cusp of like I got to trade this guy. He's got Carolina and the Rams coming up the next two, and yeah. then the Saints. So I'm trying to trade this guy. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Yeah. 
I can't believe. Believe. I don't believe you. I don't believe. I don't believe. You believe. You believe. You believe this. Do you believe? I don't believe. I don't believe. Rojo. Uh, I, it, just, it, just Rojo. Just, just Rojo. Rojo. I mean, Rojo. do you believe in Rojo? He's a real person. I mean, I um, uh, is he a must-start in fantasy? And it's just so hard for me to trust him. Honestly, I mean, he's rosterable. You can't cut him. I'd rather play him again over David Montgomery because I think his upside is far higher. But how that backfield shakes out when Fournette is back on the field healthy because Fournette comes back, I mean Fournette could carry the ball twenty times. Rojo's well, just we saw what you know. Fournette did in week two. Right. right, Jones didn't catch the ball. They put in Fournette. He had a massive day. And with two back-to-back weeks of of going over a hundred yards, I would expect him next week as well to have a lot of work. But if Fournette does get to that point where he's getting the work again, I mean the 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 door will close on Rojo at some point this season. It will happen. It all depends on how healthy Fournette's going to be. Yeah, I've just seen. Rojo looked really good the last couple of weeks, which is why I tossed this one in here. I'm not sure. I put the word in must start, right, to make it a little difficult. To me, I don't know that he's a must start. He's a guy with a flex floor, and that's not really a must start to me, depending on who's on your bench. Mm-hmm. But a flex floor with an RB2 upside, I mean, I'm here for it. I'd say he's teetering on must start. He's probably matchup dependent start still, though, I mean, for most people. It goes back to Fournette, too. If he's. Re- Means hurt. I mean, the last two weeks, Rojo, 20 attempts, 17 attempts, over 100 yards, 5.6 yards per carry, 6.2 yards per carry. That's fantastic. He's getting a few catches. I know, like, he went three for five for 19, then six for nine for 17 yards. That's not going to do it for pass catching back. I mean, McCoy's out. That helps, too. So Imagine if you had Rojo and Fournette, and Rojo is your every down, and Leonard Fournette's your pass catching back. <laughs> So no. uh, we saw him catch the ball last year. So, we can do it. So TJ Yeldon sighting. He just received a 20-yard touchdown pass from Josh Allen. Wide open. Yeah, I, I could have caught that. Actually, <laughs> probably not. I'm probably getting scared. <laughs> <laughs> but what a random freaking running back of them on I the team. Believe. believe. I don't believe you. To believe. I don't believe. You believe. You believe. You believe this. Do you believe? I don't believe. I don't believe. Brandon Cooks is back. I you know what? I, you know what I believe? I believe Brandon Cooks is back. I believe Brandon Cooks is going to score 130 or uh, have 134 yards in a TD, and then he's going to disappear for two weeks, and then he's going to do 150 yards in a TD. His fluctuation in his career is just crazy. So yes, I believe Brandon Cooks' <laughs> fluctuation is back. Yeah, I don't believe that he's doing this uh, this output back to back weeks. So. I would I would say that it's now closer to the zero he had put up the week before. So I would expect with what they produced this past week to at least have his floor be somewhere in the, you know, three to four catch, you know, 50 yard range. I mean, yeah, it depends what he does next week. No Bill Bryan. So that might just be go out there and chuck the ball. But right. like Tom said. He might go out next week and get zero, but in two weeks he might give you thirty-five. But you're probably not going to start him. He's going to be on your bench. Oh yeah, at that point. Okay. All right. Well, that is our to believe not to believe segment. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. Okay. Hold them. Fold them. <laughs> I'm loving the music. <laughs> Oh man, love it. I 
<laughs> Speaking of counting your money when you're sitting at the table. <laughs> Yikes. You would think today is the first time we had a soundboard. No, we've actually had it for a while. <laughs> I, I spent a long time putting all of these clips together. Um, Lev Bell has been cut. Do you hold him? Do you fold him? I'm, I'm going to hold. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold him for a bit, you know, a week or two, and see what happens. This season alone, with all the injuries and the COVID issues and so many, you know, with the running back landscape decimated, Lev Bell has the potential to be landed on a team and get paid what he wants. Do I think that he's going to get paid what he wants? No. I don't know how well... I, how confident I am that he actually lands on a team, but I'm still going to hold him, and I'm going to hold him for the long run on pen, potential alone. We all have a shit kicker on our bench. I mean, if you don't, you know, and you, you, you have other issues, you know, you know, see what you can try and get. I mean, someone is going to be interested in Lev Bell. Yeah, I'm going to hold him for maybe a week or two, but I'm going to be aggressively trying to trade him for any return of value whatsoever. I don't think he si- I don't think he signs with the team. This so. is in in Scotty. Why don't you go ahead and then I'm going to hold him cuz just the what if factor is just too sexy to just drop. I mean, you kept this guy around the last 3 weeks since he was hurt. You didn't fold him then, so I don't know why you fold him now. He might go to a better si- situation, he might not, but I, I want to wait and see. Um I, I so I actually want to just touch on Corey's point real quick. I also think a lot of this depends on where you are in your league. If you are at the bottom of your roster, I think it's a very easy sell to the guy who's 5-0, and 4-1 and one right now and say, I'm going to give you Lev Bell. I just I want 50 cents on the dollar. And if he signs somewhere, you got an RB1, RB2. Yep. You know? Um, so keep that in mind. All right, next, next one is Russell Gage. Um, I... I I, I don't want to fold him, but I don't know how you hold him. He's forcing your hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel you. 2-7 off suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a good... Uh, yeah. Yeah, you fold him. I think, he, I think he comes back. Like I had mentioned, I think, a little bit uh, on the last podcast. Like, I don't see the last two weeks as his norm. I see what he did last season at, towards the end of the year and the beginning part of this year as the norm. But... There's a lot going on in this team right now, especially you know with a new head coach. Anything can happen. I'm still gonna hold him, but he uh, he's well, he's got one week of life left. I just don't think any other. There's many fantasy football managers running out to go grab him, so I think that even if you did fold him, you could kind of wait. They do have the Vikings this coming week, which is maybe a silver line. I mean, he'll go off. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He didn't have Julio the last two weeks, pretty much. So he, and he did nothing. So I'm gonna fold him. Well, to, and, be, to be fair, one time was a concussion, right? He, but last week, I mean, he he did completely what two point one points? Yeah, nothing. He didn't yeah, score no, over ten points in the, since the first two weeks. But I mean, it sucks. It's kind of like a Preston Williams of last week. We fold him, and I'm gonna fold Gage as well, especially with all the rookies coming up: Chase Claypool, Justin Jefferson. I'd much rather. I don't want to miss out on those guys and just keep Gage right? for me being selfish when these guys can help me win games and Gage is just barely getting three points a game. Yeah, it does also boil down to who's available on the waivers in your league. If you can go grab those guys, I agree with you. And Gage is the one guy you have to cut. I'm just thinking you likely have somebody more useless than Gage on your bench. Fair. 
or with not even more useless, but with less upside. I would argue that you have better options in free agency than Russell Gage. You might, yeah. You, I mean, you yeah, absolutely those, might, yeah. And it depends on how deep your league is. If, um, yeah, if you're in a ten-team league, you 100 percent too. If you're in a 14-team league, mm, it's probably close. E- even a 12-team league. I mean, yeah. our waivers and our 12-team are, are thin. Um, Anthony Miller. This is another guy. I feel like in the same situation as Gage. Oh. You want to hold him, but when it, it and and here's the thing between even Gage and Miller. Can, when can you start them? When do they give you confidence to start? Because neither have done anything lately that gives me confidence no, to start. Each them. time I started each of those guys, I've lost mainly because of them. Right. Yep. I actually folded Anthony Miller today. So yeah, I would fold Anthony Miller, especially because he's facing off against the Panthers next week. Yep, I'm folding. I'm a too. very big Anthony Miller guy. I fold him as well. I know. I, last I, week, I mean the talent's there, but the rookie there, Mooney, is that his name? Darnell. Yeah. Darnell. Yeah. yeah. Nick Foles likes Mooney better. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Well, Nick Foles doesn't really like. He anyone. also loves. Uh, he loves Allen Robinson in 16 targets. So that that I will take. Well, I hope um, that never changes. Mark Ingram. No, I'm I'm holding Mark Ingram. Holding Mark Ingram. Me too. Holding. The rest of the back. I just had to put it all there because, I mean, <laughs> Dobbins I want to hold, but he's he's getting one carry. Great yards per carry. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, he's getting one carry a game. Gus Edwards is there. Lamar Jackson, once he gets healthier, he's going to be running the ball. It's just, it's just too risky. I Yeah, I'm folding the other two, on, like Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins, unless I have a super deep bench and I can and I can afford to keep all three. You know what I mean? Who would you keep, Dobbins or Gus, as just a bench stash? At this point, I'm keeping Gus, okay. just because of the work. I like. I think Dobbins is better. I 100% think Dobbins is better. I think he has a bigger role going forward. So if you're in a keeper league and you grabbed him late, or you, you're in dynasty or whatever, obviously Dobbins. But normal redraft, no keepers. I'm stashing Ingram and, and Gus Edwards just based on the current distribution. The sad thing is, is if you took all three of their stat lines and put them on paper and gave them in front of you without their names and what team (laughs) and what team that they were on, you'd be like, why do I have this guy on my fantasy team? Like that's the problem that we have right now. Yeah. I actually own all three of them in a dynasty league. I have, I I thought it was going to be smart. Like I'm going to get the guy that's going to be there in a redraft. I have both Ingram and JK. (laughs) It's it's, it's terrible. I don't want to drop either. Tom, you said you're going to hold Ingram. What are you doing with the, uh, the other two? Yeah, I'm folding the other two. Yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. I, I, I think it's hard to hold on to them. Um, the next one is the Rams backfield. Um, hold, fold, Daryl Henderson, Malcolm Brown, eight Cam Akers. Um, I'm holding Daryl Henderson and Akers. I still think Daryl Henderson, until proven otherwise, I still think Henderson is the guy. But after this week, Akers is knocking on the door. So I um, I marry Daryl Henderson. I fuck Cam Akers, <laughs> and I kill Malcolm Brown. <laughs> yup. We should do a fuck Mary kill. <laughs> that was a, that yeah, was very my, good. Nice job, Chris. But this is where I'm at, <laughs> and I completely agree with you. I, uh, Henderson gets the touchdowns last week. Has a good game, but I think Akers is. He's always the, he's a harder one them. Yeah. right and yeah and that's why you know get out of business <laughs> but uh malcolm brown is the odd man out at this point you know maybe i'll st- i don't know i'd say I'd stash him for another week just in case of another injury but he's not providing any value if you do so not not with bye weeks coming yeah, bye up. weeks coming up and a lot of talent like you said a lot of talent available on waivers not a lot but a, cu- a couple <laughs> very talented guys on waivers 
Yeah, I'm holding Henderson, holding Acres. I, I, they remind me kind of a lesser, I don't know, or the same Arizona Cardinals, Edmonds, Drake kind of thing. They're both going to be involved. I think they both can have RB2 flex roles going forward, but it's going to be kind of a, a headache because Brown is still there too. The 49ers of last year. Yes. All three of their running backs. <laughs> yep. Tyler Higby. Fold. I mean, there's worse tight ends out there. I don't actually pay attention to Tyler Higby at all. I don't know why, but he just seems to be like a guy that I just don't pay attention to. Um, there's a limited number of tight ends. If you're not starting Tyler Higby, then he should be off your team. Yeah, he's a fold for me. Um, I was looking at him earlier. Gerald Everett got more attention than he did last week. And mm-hmm. if you take out his 24-point outburst in week two and you just give him a good game at like 12 points, he's still irrelevant with his year-long output. So, uh, fold. You mean the 30 yards and three touchdowns from week two? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, he's a sit of mine each week. But the reason I don't do it is because every time I make him a sit, he has those outbursts. And he's a bust of mine. And besides that week, I... I I said, once Everett's back healthy, Everett might be the better guy. And you saw last week, he had 90 yards. He's targeting Everett a lot more. Higby's a great blocker. He's a great tight end, too. But they can't support two tight ends as well as two stud receivers and the three-headed backfield. They just can't do it. So I would cut Tyler Higby. Golden Tate. I folded him last week. Yeah, it's a fold for me. It's a cut. I'm, last week with the Cowboys, I was kind of staying with him to see, but Slayton had a big game. Tay is just not doing it for me. Yep. Cut him. I'm going to fold him. DJ. Shark. Hell no. This yeah, guy's gonna, got I, potential. I put him on there. So I put him on there because he played really well. He played really bad. He got hurt. Came back, played really well. And then he got hurt. How long are you going to do this dance for? My for thing me, is, yeah, another week. If it's If it's not a big injury, but if it's a high ankle... What am I doing? We so we need more news, right? Yeah, I'm not going to fold him, but if he's on your team still and you're not, if you have doubt, I think you can trade this guy as a wide receiver to right now just because of his name to a, a lot of teams. Yeah, absolutely, that's true too. You I, could yeah, you could sell him for he's a high something. Chop candidate, but I don't know how much longer I'm keeping him on my on my roster. All, All right. right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold him too, obviously. Uh, I don't. I don't think a guy like DJ Shark you you fold, but pay attention, like Corey said. Yeah, I mean, if he if he comes back and the reports is are he's at <clears throat> four to six weeks, I'm like, <clears throat> this this is prime time for fantasy football. If you're not if you're, I don't know, one in three or one in four at this point, like you might need to do that and replace him with a Chase Claypool and hope that you can just have an explosion. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. Um, moving on from hold them, fold them. It's the buy low, uh, sell high segment. Buy. 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 I'm buying. I'm buying. I'm buying. Buy. I must buy one with a pussy magnet. <laughs> <laughs> you know the second Borat comes out this month? Yeah. There's like oh, a Borat yes. 2 yeah. that comes out. I'm very excited. I need very to buy excited. one with a pussy magnet. <laughs> so does it come with the pussy magnet? <laughs> um... I'm buying Ty again. Um, <laughs> I wish I could sell him to you again. Sixty-nine effing yards. Sixty-nine yards. Why? That's why <laughs> he's so gonna pay nice. for himself with that. He won t- Tom twenty bucks. Yeah, the skins. Did. Yeah, skins for the skins. Um, you should give me ten of that. I the reason I'm buying Ty is because I think you saw what the Colts offense 
admitted that they cannot play the slow tempo game when they play an offense that can manufacture points. And the reason I say that is because what Cleveland did to them was not traditional. And I don't expect the Colts to do it every week. But I think it was a wake-up call to the Colts that if we need to score points, we need to get T.Y. the ball. They failed to do it, and they failed to do it late, but they got the ball to T.Y. into T.Y.'s hands six times, giving him 10 targets for just this sexual amount of yards, 69 yards. Phillip Rivers is what's holding T.Y. down, and Reich admitted that in the uh, post-conference um, post-game conference that they had. They asked him about benching Rivers, and he said, absolutely not. He's just making poor mistakes. They know what they need to do to win football games, and that's to get T.Y. involved. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and buy T.Y. I, I don't feel solid about it. Like I don't, I, I'm not saying, like, hey, you're buying T.Y. of old. I'm not saying that, but you're potentially buying a, a low-end wide receiver three flex play for likely close to nothing. Yeah, so I mean, that is my buy yeah. low. He's almost a cut <clears throat> candidate too, so I think you can buy him for literally scraps right now. Like like you'd probably trade a Miles Gaskin for him. I or would, would you try to get less for that? I mean, I I, I, I think you I could think that's get very lesser. close. I, I think it is too, and I mean Gaskin. It was somebody that I was trying to sell as well, um, but. Uh, <laughs> the dabs. Oh, how f- you're far ahead in the game. Derrick Henry just rushes another one in. Yeah. Scotty, you're by low. My by low is Tyler Boyd from the Bengals. Mainly just because of last week. I, I think it kind of scares people a, a little bit. I mean, he's he went against Baltimore, um, Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, and Joe Burrow got sacked seven times. I mean, that line wasn't even there last week. So I think he he probably faced the toughest defense of the year. He had 42 points. I mean, 42 yards, 42 points would have been nice. But um, before that, he, he's had over 12 fantasy points each week. I think this happens every year with Tyler Boyd. He's a very boring fantasy player, but he finishes as, water, as a wide receiver two every year. AJ Green's hamstring injury possibly being traded. Higgins on the other side helps open up field for Tyler Boyd. I think going forward, he's... He's gonna be fine, and I think people will just get bored of him each year. And this is the t- this is the time to buy him because he's gonna return wide receiver two value going forward. I know Craig probably agrees with that because that's a big yeah. He's Craig a guy. he's a he's yeah. a breakout. Uh, he's my breakout wide receiver outside of AJ Brown, who's looked good tonight. Um, you know, don't need to agree too much on it, but uh, I'll go into mine since I'm talking. Uh, Keenan Allen uh, is not what you would think as a typical buy low kind of guy right now because he is on fire and he is you know top three in the league in targets but the reason why is because he did leave the game last night because of injury and uh, it was back spasms I'm, I'm not too concerned about it and they do have a bye week next week so this is the one and only time I think you could capitalize you're still going to spend up you know this is a high profile guy but Herbert and the way he's playing and the amount of targets even when it was like the first quarter he had eight targets he had eight targets like that that's that's unreal like you had 19 2 weeks ago you know this this is not uh, a a guy that 
you know, is, is going to be fluctuating. Like he is going to be a target monster this year. A lot of people, you know, were down on him in the beginning because they weren't really sure what you're going to see from Tyrod Taylor and Justin Herbert, if that was the case or if that was the quarterback. But, you know, right now I, I, I'm firmly bought into everything that the Chargers are doing on offense. And like I said, this is like really the only time that I see a window open. Um, you're still going to have to pay up for him, but that's the type of wide receiver right now that is going to finish top five on the season. I could guarantee you that. That's a guarantee. I will give you a much less of a guarantee in mind, but uh, I'm buying Justin Jefferson, and I think you can buy him a little low because he had the two big weeks, the last two, and then he came out and did absolutely nothing in this week against Seattle, who people know their defense is not locked down by any means, and they were still missing Jamal Adams. So Justin Jefferson goes out for five targets, three catches, 23 yards, and that's it. You saw the Vikings get away from what they had done the past two weeks, which worked, and then they were super successful, and they won games. They changed up the philosophy and the strategy for this one, and it did not pan out at all. I think you see them go back to it, but I think you see people panicking on Jefferson and saying, okay, he was a flash in the pan. Let me move this guy, and if you can give them what they consider a fair deal and them devaluing him a bit and you maybe potentially overvaluing him, you can make a, a fair swap, maybe running back for wide receivers, usually the easiest way to go. And if you can return him, I think he's going to end up the year with a wide receiver two, maybe wide receiver three territory. Craig, All wide you? receivers this week we're buying. Oh, no yeah. running backs. Yeah, so we should do it. Yeah, I skipped it. No, I, was, I wanted to send the cell over to you. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move over to our cells. I have no audio clip for the cells, so cells, cells, yes. hot dogs for sale, for sale, something like that. Yeah, we'll Back <laughs> But who are you who are you selling? <laughs> <Craig? Scratcher. laughs> uh, so I'm selling Justin Jackson, uh, and he did look good. I'll give you that. Um, you know, it, it, who do I want out of that backfield is is really what made me make this sell, and it's because I don't know. And I think that Jackson did come off, um, you know, of his stretch of games that he missed because of injury and, you know, did look like the better back last night. But going forward, I don't really know what that is going to be. They do like to run the two running backs. And, and I think a lot of people in prime time saw Justin Jackson and go, well, this is the guy. So so I'm selling that uh, better player in a running back by committee because it's also something that you're not going to be able to guarantee yourself. Uh, going forward is going to be the guy or if he is in a running back by committee that he's not going to you know command uh, 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 RB2 numbers or, or anything like that he's a he's a flex play at most and a bottom tier flex play at that but he did just come off of prime time and a lot of people are really interested in him right now yeah I, t I completely understand where you're coming from on that and I'm doing something a little different with mine uh, Terry McLaurin is a sell high for me. I don't know how high he is after kind of a bum week, but he is not looking at a positive landscape going forward. Um, if you can sell him right now off the performances of a week ago or two weeks ago, and maybe the idea that Alex Smith is a better quarterback than um, Dwayne Haskins or Kyle Allen, sure, but that's a, that's a, a sell that you're going to have to make. Um, realistically, I don't want any shares of anybody in the Redskins offense. So if anybody listens to Top Shelf, good luck uh, selling them to them. But if you can sell them now, you've got to get out of, of him before he gives you a zero week in and week out for the foreseeable future. I will go. My sell high is Daryl Henderson. We kind of have to talk about this, you know, the last two podcasts. But Kim Akers is back. Henderson's getting the touchdowns. He got two last week, but... 2.5 yards per carry last week, 2.6 yards per carry last week, where Akers had, I think, close to 6 yards per carry. 
on his first week back, right? Nine for 60, something like that. But, um, anyways, yeah, 6.8. H is going to eat into that backfield. Um, I mean, he just came back last week, but I think he's not the guy going for it, but it's going to be more of a split. I think people are going to look like Daryl Henderson as a legit RB2, and I think you can sell him right now off of that value alone because he will not be there going forward. I think it's a decent, decent flex play going forward, but he's not going to put up the 18 to 20 points a week. He's he's kind of been doing so. So Yeah, you can get more from selling Daryl Henderson than you will from playing him for the rest of the season. <laughs> um, and that's kind of really why I'm selling DJ Moore. Um, I think it's very clear that Robbie Anderson is the number one. Um, and I'm sure DJ Moore is going to have his games for the rest of the season, but you may be able to have somebody who is looking at DJ Moore and looking at the name and willing to give you an RB2 for DJ Moore when DJ Moore is really only giving you wide receiver three production with wide receiver two ceiling. I just don't see the longevity with DJ Moore. I mean, they needed a shootout with Atlanta for him to get into that position. You drafted DJ Moore as your wide receiver one for him to do that in tight, close matchups and be the number one target. And he's not the number one target. It's Robbie Anderson. Um, and that's uh, that's where I'm coming at with that. That's our buy low, sell high uh, segment. I mean, I want to just real quick before we move on to our next one. Um, I get I get our buddy coming at me asking me if I'm going to trade the number five fantasy player in the league and Josh Allen for depth. It's Baldy. I'm like, yeah, let me let me just give you two quarterback league. I'll just give them oh, to you. Oh, you just want some depth, dude? I got these guys yeah, for you. Thanks. The yeah, second here. Lev Bell gets hurt. Oh, yeah, you want some depth? Yeah, what is your depth? Like, uh, I would love to know what his offer is. Okay, <laughs> Craig, you've been asking for it. Quit playing games with my Right. Yeah, it's a little it was a little shorter. Um, but this is the stop playing emotions, quit playing games. <laughs> Miles I gotta, Sanders. I gotta actually give the credit to Corey on this because he he renamed that that. <laughs> I really like the quit pulling all my G strings that yeah. <laughs> I know, we'll, quite honestly. We'll find a song for that. <laughs> uh, some, wow, that's in a this wow. house. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, Cisco thong song. <laughs> I'll mash the two together. It'll be great. Uh, yeah, so I'm going with Miles Sanders and the Eagles. And Miles Sanders just had a great game: 11 carries, 80 yards, and two TDs. But again, like I had mentioned in the last podcast, take two of those runs away, and uh, it's 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 not so good. Um, he 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 would have ended up with like six yards, nine carries, six yards, no TDs. Um, and I feel like. The reason that, you know, I'm putting him here is that you watch the 74-yard run and you watch the one-yard run up the middle for the TD. You look at Miles Sanders and you go, that is vintage Miles Sanders. That is what you expect him to be. I mean, he did that in college. He showed that explosiveness. He showed it last year. And he's shown flashes of it this year. But the Eagles as a whole, we've talked about it before, the offensive line is hurt. The offensive line is gonna is gonna hold him back. Carson Wentz looked good. I mean, Carson Wentz was finding no name receivers and keeping the Eagles in a position to compete. And if the Eagles can do that, 
Sanders is going to have the ability to run around. I just don't know how consistent they're going to be able to continue to do this. And that's why my I, I almost I honestly almost put Miles Sanders as a sell high because I mean at this point he's 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 more bust than he is boom. Um but the but the uh Miles Sanders and the Eagles playing playing with my heartstrings. Mine is Jarvis Landry. Um, mainly because last year he he be, he was the number one receiver in Cleveland. I knew he wasn't going to be this year, but I thought he'd be you know a decent wide receiver three. His best game is twelve points, and that's because he bombed a seventy yard touchdown to Odell Beckham, and that's it. I mean, he's not the PPR monster that we're used to. He might have those those big weeks, but he is not even startable in my mind, which is sad for me because he was my bust last year. And I, I just miss the years of the, my bust because he's a bust this year. He was awesome last year. I can't find the right year to draft Travis Landry ever <laughs> in my entire life. And I've got Tyler Boyd, another receiver, um, mine over in Cincy. This is a little bit on Tyler Boyd, just a, a, a down week. Uh, you kind of expect a guy who's a wide receiver one slash two range to, to put up numbers every single week. So I don't want to put it squarely on him as much as by extension, I want to put it on the Bengals as well. I mean, you had a game where you were down big the entire time to Baltimore, and then you changed your entire philosophy and you only threw the ball 30 times instead of the 45, 50 that we've been seeing out of you. So this was not the time to go run the ball 28 times. That was a mistake. Stop playing games with my heart, throw the ball 50, 60 times, and throw it to Tyler Boyd a lot more. And mine is, once again, uh, the same backfield that we've actually talked about a lot, so I won't go too far into it. But J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram have all 20% snap shares. Great. That's exactly what I want for fantasy. So I'm going to play the same game I did earlier, which is Fuck, Mary Kill, and I do all three to myself. I don't want no part of this. Top shelf fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.